Over it goes to Willie. Back it comes to Giordano. Giordano shot. Scores! Scores! Mark Giordano! Scoring! The pass off the wing! And the shot from the blue line was deflected right at the goal. But the Leafs win it in overtime. Kerfoot standing at the side of the net. This is Tall Can Audio. What is the old hockey adage? What do they say all the time? What have we been hearing from you people for 10 years? It was 4-1. Fuck all y'all tonight. As the Leafs come all the way back from being essentially a corpse in the third period, tie it up, win it in overtime. They have the lightning on the brink of elimination. We'll see how that all plays out. But for tonight, it feels pretty good. Maddie Lang's back on here. What's happening, buddy? I thought we were going to jump on and talk Blue Jay baseball, I swear to God, halfway through that second period. Fuck, honestly, man. I, I sent you that text, and I know you were you're deep in the game there at that point. I, I just sent you a text that unwatchable. Yeah, it just was. absolutely unwatchable. It was the second period from last, uh, I guess, the game uh, three all over again. I still think we stole this goddamn game. For sure. Um, quite frankly, we, we played, uh, I don't even know how far did we go into overtime, four minutes. So we played all of 14 minutes today. I say, quite frankly, yeah. um, e- even, even in the third period, it didn't look good. And then all of a sudden, Willie over the line, there's a pass to Matthews, and there's a little bit of life. And I, fuck, fuck, man, I don't know. They were dead. They were dead they, and buried. They, they were dead fish. They were dead fish in the water. I, I was doing the, uh, the, the you know, a little work getting ready to come in here and do the show with you. It's 4-1 going into the third period or 3-1, whatever. It was 4-1. And I, I'm looking for, you know, what we're going to open the show with, what we're going to talk about. And I come across the old uh, tweet that makes its way around every now and then from, act, <laughs> from acting the Fuleman. And it is, many people think that the point of sports is that your team will win and then you will be happy. That is not the point of sports. The point of sports is to be sad in a group. (laughs) And that's what I thought we'd be leading off tonight's podcast with, man. And you know what? Somebody's still sad in a group, but it's Lightning fans. And fuck, I couldn't possibly care less how they feel tonight. But you are so right to say this was stolen. Saturday night when you ran solo, man, nice job. Covered the uh, covered the shift, allowed me to do my uh, my thing with a, a little company. That one was stolen. Toronto did not deserve to win either of these games, and somehow have won both of them, which is the exact opposite of what we're used to as Leaf fans. Man. Very, very, very different from every other series since Washington, where we just feel like we oh playing, oh playing, oh playing, and you know the other team comes down and it. Dare I say, hits a hits a toe and goes in the net. Um, hey, but hey, somebody watched the game. <laughs> but that this is where I thought we were going, right? I, you know, we get it down to two one. You know, it's two nothing, no big deal. Lots of game to play. Um, we come back, we get a goal. It looks better, and then all of a sudden, shot off the toe of Stamkos, mm-hmm. and then it just seems like, oh. And then Killhorn comes down and just rattles one off the inside of the post. And you're Gorgeous going, shot. I mean, there's no sound 
on a hockey rink that is as deflating if you're on the other team. (laughs) That was a bar down, but God, I mean, come on. That was buried. It That was a beautiful shot. Um, And that's from that point. I thought we were dead. I thought, here we go. Here's, here's what the boys do. And And just like they did. Quite frankly, they did for a long time. And like after the first period, uh, the Leafs had 15% of the expected goals. That's probably not going to get it done. Um, <laughs> in game three, any time that Austin Matthews wasn't on the ice, the Leafs had 30% of the expected goals. Yeah. That's not going to get it done. And somehow you have two wins from those games. Uh, yes. The second was not better. Even the power play tonight in the second period couldn't get in like could not get in and carry it in like you're supposed to be able to uh this was completely unforeseen for me man i'm sitting there watching that game with my dad in the third period and he's kind of like ah you never know they might get it going and i am like (laughs) this is over this is done they are not getting it and at four two i looked at him and i said this is why I hate these fuckers. Keep you just engaged enough that you can't <laughs> walk away, but knowing that it's over. And then it's 4-3, and you're like, oh, okay. And you then 4-4. Four, four. Yeah. And honestly, I, I, I was sitting on the edge of my seat through the overtime, and I could not believe it, man. Because I thought Giordano, who took the shot that Kerfoot kicked in, I thought he's had a pretty rough series, man. I didn't think yeah. he'd been very good. Nylander, before he gets two assists in the third period, he was ripe to be sitting out the third period. Like, if they had, when they still needed him at 4-1, you're like, maybe he gets a bit of a bypass here, but if they score on that power play to start the period, then he's going to end up sitting out here because he's been brutal. Instead, he gets a couple of assists to finish out the game. Like everything about this is this bizarre. Is a, world, man. Listen, I, I, I don't know what was up with Nylander. Um, you know, I made mention on the last on the solo cast there. This is a guy who's owned Tampa. Yep. For whatever reason, and I was there in Tampa uh, before COVID hit. That last couple games they played, where he just he got the puck. You know, he's in front of the net, gets the puck, somehow goes between his legs and roofs it. I mean, this is a guy who just loves playing in Tampa Bay, in that arena. He didn't look great at the beginning. He clearly, uh, I, <laughs> I I think the uh, that tripping penalty they call, or whatever penalty they gave him on, yeah, on yeah. Stamkos, that was clearly a, um, that, that seemed a little bit of a, hey, fucker type of move uh, from last game, from grabbing Matthews, I think. That's what that one came off. Maybe. Just, it was terrible, I, I, though. It was, you can't well, you're looking You're looking at a guy who's not used to trying to rough anybody up. No. He doesn't really know what to do, right? So he, he kicks the guy's leg out like an idiot. Yeah. But he had 13 minutes of ice time going into overtime. I know. And he still managed to get three assists. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, maybe he should be on the goddamn ice floor. I don't know. <laughs> Even his worst game against Tampa in three years, he's got three assists. I, I don't know. I I know I'm, I'm, I'm maybe, you know, vice president of the uh, Willie Nylander fan club over here but i don't know maybe give the guy a little bit of ice time i thought you're right though a lot of the guys i mean god um you said it jordano's had had a bad series um curfee has had a bad year the brody mccabe pair that's been picked on a bit and like i like them i understand why they're together as kind of the shutdown thing but there's not really 
Like, Brody's okay at skating it out. McCabe really isn't. Like, both of those guys, in theory, you would want with a puck transporter, but instead they're in a shutdown role. And so they kind of get hemmed in. They've been struggling to get it out. Brody has, you know, he's doing his best and he's in a tough matchup. But you mentioned this after game two that he hasn't looked great. Um, There's a couple guys here. Like, Ben, it, it feels like you've come out of Tampa without coming anywhere close to playing your best yet. There was some, pat like, Tavares didn't have a very good game tonight. Oh, he was ba- he 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 was almost invisible out there tonight. Yeah, like I, Matthews had it going again. Um, I, I but just, even him, it took him some it took him some did, time to get did. going. And but at least when he's not he going, he's back checking. You know, he's blocking shots. Like he's yeah. Uh, he to me, he looks like he's giving her in this series. He's doing everything he can, even when he's not scoring. And then tonight, he puts in two, and all of a sudden, you're back in the game, and you see what a difference maker he is, right? Like, yeah, well, for sure. I mean, can we? Let's just take a step sideways here because. And, and I hate to do it, but man, I, this is a guy I actually really enjoy watching play hockey, and I just hate that he's on Tampa. Brandon Hagel is just fucking all over us. Oh yeah, no, he's putting all pressure over, on. He's pressing and, the points, right? Like he's. he's and I'm, I might be mistaken about this, but I'm pretty sure they started them that lines first out there for Tampa, and that just tells you. Um, but just look at how much ice time that 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 lines getting. They are relentless well and he can play anywhere right remember if you recall game one he was on line one with uh point and kucherov and then they switched it up to put stamkos up there so he comes down to two he's been on three he's killing penalties he's playing power play like that was a nice pickup for them yeah uh, Yeah, that that, that's when they got killed on last year for making for paying so much for him yeah but but people don't understand like when you make those trades it's not just about right it's it's not that different than the McCabe trade you made this year. You're picking him up for a couple years, right? And not yeah. just as a rental. So you pay a little more and Tampa's been good at that for a while. But yeah, I don't know. I, the other note coming out of this one is Vasilevsky continues to struggle a bit for, and we'll take it. But like it, he's got like an 860 save percentage in this series, which is just terrible. Um, I mentioned to a buddy of mine when watching the game with him on Saturday that one of the things that I've seen a couple people who know goaltending far better than most of the talking heads that we watch are saying there's a moment when Vasilevsky is coming out at the top of the crease to where he is kind of in a high stance, like a goalie is to look over shoulders, right? Things like that when it's out a little bit. When he goes to drop back into his wider stance in tight, there's a moment there where you can get a shot off. And that was, I, I read that for the first time. This is not me taking credit for it. I saw someone else say this before game three, and then Riley scores that overtime winner from kind of out far, right? When he's got it near the blue line, he kind of steps in. And those people that I'm talking about who are watching Vasilevsky are talking about him. You can't really get any closer than the top of the circles because that's when he'll drop into that wider stance. And now you're seeing guys start to put it in from the point. Riley gets another one, right? Giordano's the one who puts this one on goal in overtime. And that goes at like, I don't know if that's a thing that the Leafs have picked up on or if it's just coincidence that I'm reading this, but man, Vasilevsky... And look, you hate to say anything crazy because he could just go off for the next three games and fuck me here for talking about him in any kind of negative way. But he has not been impressive, and he really wasn't the problem against the Leafs last year either. Well, listen, as a guy who uh, was not very good at scoring goals playing hockey, I have no idea what you're talking about. about (laughs) Put it on goal and go to the net. Put it on goal and go to the net. I always put it on goal and I was the guy who went to the net. You know, I'm the guy who's just trying to bury a rebound with no sure. skill, right? So don't, don't ask me anything about the way the goalie 
in a split second changes yeah. his head direct his head angle. But they do um, seem to be shooting from distance more now, right? Like, they, they do, and I, very unleaf like. If you're a Leaf fan from back in the early 2000s, I can still hear the crowd yelling at Thomas Cavalier to just put the goddamn thing on that. <laughs> but sometimes that's what you do, right? And I, I thought, I mean, two goals today, right? We're tippets. Yep. And those are the ones you, you never really want to hang the goalie out to dry on those. And go, I mean, there is no stopping either two of those goals. The the um, the, the game winner or Matthews Tippett. No, there, that's right. just no no goalies get get into those. I, I'm sorry, um, but it does seem like something the Leafs are trying to do, which is get a little bit of traffic and just get the puck on net. And yep. then let the bounces happen maybe a little bit more. But then, yeah, you got a, you got two big goals from Riley, um, which seemed to kind of catch him off guard a little bit, right? So yeah, that, um, and as a hockey fan, I'm always like, yeah, just, you know, more pucks on the net, the better, right? They're not always going to be a perfect shot. So through that third period, man, that looked like the Lightning in those blues, uh, those blue uniforms, looked a <laughs> lot like the Leafs we've seen so many times we're just going to come out for the third period and we're just going to defend. We'll just ride out the storm and it keeps getting worse and it keeps getting worse and they keep coming at you. And you know, we've seen that, that when I brought up, when I opened the show saying it was four one, that's what this game reminded me of only on the other side of it, right? With about 10 minutes left, you get the four, two goal, you start to believe you start to come in waves and it's really hard to stop that momentum. And Tampa just, they never really got it back. They had a chance here and there, right? They they get, got a couple of odd man rushes, but didn't finish. I, I thought Samsonov was great again. Whatever jitters he might have had in game one appear to be gone. Uh, but the Leafs, once they got a little belief in them, you could see just how dangerous they were, and they kept coming. And for as bad as they were for 50 minutes, they dominated for the last whatever it was, 10 minutes of regulation and, and four or five of, of overtime, man. Just absolutely frustrating, though. <laughs> yeah, how about that for 60 minutes? That'd be cool. Could yeah, we do some of that? Yeah. You want to make everybody feel like your actual uh, contending champion? Right. Maybe put this together a little bit for us, right? Like, yeah. Maddie, I, I I almost am out of words because you, and you know how rare that is <laughs> for a guy like myself. But this, you know, to have this happen two games in a row where we steal a game, not at home either no. in an arena we've had trouble with because Tampa's been so damn good mm-hmm. but this game was different being down three goals in the third period it just gives you a different feeling about this team right and it's it's still one game like we talked about when they lost game one yep you don't get bonus points for it Right, you know that get an extra. No, this is uh, th- we're still where we always knew we were going to be. At some point, you have to drive a stake through their heart. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So now we get to that point, right? We get an extra day off. Yep. How are you feeling? Well, look, this is as good of a chance as they're ever going to have, right? They've gone in, they've stolen two that they don't deserve. Samsonov has established himself. Matthew Nyes has fit in nicely. Um, I still think your best guys can be better, but you've yep. gotten this far without, not without them, but without them being as good as they can be. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you have three chances to do this. I don't know what happens next, but one of two things is going to happen. One, they will finish this and they will move on to the second round or they blow this. And then what everyone's been talking about all year about the whole thing being blown up deserves to happen. 
if you can't do this in three chances, and I wouldn't wait around. Like, I would come out in the next game, if possible, at home, like my hair was on fucking fire. Because I don't want to go back to Tampa and then risk coming home with all that Game 7 pressure back on my shoulders. Just do the fucking thing now, right? But one of two things is going to happen. You'll blow it, in which case this all deserves to be blown up, or you don't, and you get to carry on and you erase a whole pile of narratives, man. I think my fear going into this, and and I think it's natural to have fear as a Leaf fan, Yeah, (laughs) going into any sort of game, quite frankly, whether it's Game 7 in a regular season or Game 7 of a playoff series, Mm -hmm. my fear is that watching the last two games, you wanted them to take the bull by the horn at some point. At the beginning of the game, set a tone, not have to come back not have to struggle. And, and, you know, maybe maybe that's unfair because they did come out pretty well in game three and, and the, you know, it was goal, goals back and forth in that, yep. first, that first period. So I, I can't kill them too much. But you really wanted to see that fire today. And, and it did seem to me like they came out of the first period going, let's just hold them at bay. Right. They had a little bit of hold them at bay. They were down one nothing. They probably thought, okay, not too bad. But you can't do that in the Stanley Cup playoffs. You really can't. You have to come out every period. You have to ask the LA Kings how they feel, right? Yeah, had a chance to bury Connor and just didn't get it done. And that's where you're at now. You have have your foot on their neck. Do it. You can't sit back because there's too many chances to come back. Fuck, man. I hope, I hope, hope, hope they come out, like you said, hair on fire, excited, but disciplined next game. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I hope. So let me ask you, before we get out of here then, last thing, the bunting suspension is up. In your mind, is he coming back into the lineup? And if he is, is it Bun- uh, is it Matthew Nyes that's coming back out? I don't think you can pull him right now. I don't think you put bunting back in. I'm sorry. Yeah. You, you just you can't do it. The, the lines are working right now. And ah, see, I don't N- agree Nyes, with that necessarily. N- well, I, <laughs> I, I think when they made the switch, that they flipped uh, Matthews off of Marner's line to get something going. And I think that, for whatever reason, it shouldn't help. They did. You're right. Help, they, the lines were right? better in the third when they came out and juggled everything. You're right. That was better. And, and sometimes you need to do that. And whatever it does, as far as getting a get, you know, getting the other team's guys off or mm-hmm. um, getting defensive responsibilities, just you know, just charred enough or open up space in a slightly different way with different players. Um, listen, any team would would play Matthew and Marner as much as they could. It wasn't working. They flipped it for whether it's a period or it's going to be more than this. Who knows? Well, Matthews and Marner were working fine. Getting Marner back down with Tavares is what got that guy going a little bit, right? Yes, yes, yes. And spread it out a little. So so you're not bringing Bunting back in at all? Uh, Not the way Nyes played. I thought he played great in the first and second period for sure, especially when he was getting a lot more ice time. Um, I might pluck Sam Lafferty. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I still don't like it's still a question of how much you trust Michael Bunting and whether he can whether he can bring what you need him to bring down in a fourth line in limited minutes and whether you trust him to stay disciplined. I have time for that debate. But man, Sam Lafferty's been pretty underwhelming to me. I kind of went into this thing series thinking if someone would be coming out of that top twelve, this was before the bunting suspension. For me, it would probably be Zach Aston Reese, but he's been yeah, okay. He's been good. He's and been good. Lafferty for me has been far less uh, noticeable most of the time. And so, if I was going to take someone out for bunting, it would be Lafferty. 
But to me, that's a total coin flip. If you don't want to be bothered, if you think you've you've got some trust issues there with them now, all that sort of stuff after everything that's gone on and you're in a good spot here, um, maybe you leave him sit out another game, maybe two. And if you find yourself, holy fuck, game seven, maybe he can bring some energy if suddenly, you know, you find yourself really tight to this later in the series. Yeah. Um, sorry, and I was more assuming you were talking about straight knives for bunting. I think it'd be hard um, to just, take Nice out I, now. I think Nice has just been doing good stuff along the boards. He's been he's been plugging away. I think he's been doing what's been asked of him. He got a little bit more offensive today. Again, he's definitely playing within his role. Yeah, and you can see that he's not overextending himself. He's trying not to put himself in bad positions. He's playing pretty good hockey. Um, Pulled a goal off the yeah, goal line. That was fucking yeah, wild. yeah. That was huge. That yeah. was huge. Um, I, I think for Bunting, yeah, I mean. Listen, if you're going to slot him in the fourth line, I got no problem. My only thought is there's clearly trust issues with the coach that had been brewing before this anyways. And the refs and have got much, it out for him a little bit. And they've got it out for him. So do you need to give the refs an opportunity yeah. in the Tampa series here yeah. to give you to give you an extra two, give you an extra four, whatever yeah, it's going to be? Yeah, I think that's fair, man. I think you just, I think you might be right. I think you might you just know, make him wait here. Maybe a throw him out against Boston because you know you're going to get one of those games against Boston, <laughs> anyways. So you might as well throw someone out, somebody out to fucking cause some shit, right? <laughs> Let's that's not get too far ahead of ourselves. But that's though, a whole yeah, different yeah. discussion, though, right? Like, <laughs> I, I think you you want to try to keep the refs. And listen, for the last two games, I, I think the refs were a lot better, right? I think tonight, um, anyway, for sure. Yeah, I, I think you know, watching the game, I don't know how many times either fan base could look look around and go. What the heck was that? I walked away from this game thinking the refs didn't really play much of a role in this game, and that's all you ever want to feel, right? Like, I thought our penalties were legit. I thought their penalties were legit. And you just kind of go home and go, fair enough, right? That's the way it's supposed to yeah, work. Yeah, there, there was no egregious yeah. calls where you're like, uh And I gotta- thought that, I, I actually tweeted that when the Leafs were getting suffocated. Um, this isn't a, because we won, I'm happy with how the ref... When we were getting trounced, I think I tweeted, it, it was essentially... Well, at least they're suffocating us so much that we won't be talking about the refs for the next three days, right? Like this is all Tampa, so um, yeah, that's no, it. and it, it definitely it definitely was right. Like I, I thought they did a good job of staying out of the game today and calling what was clear and leaving kind of the rest be. Agreed. Right? And like for the you know you don't always get to say that in the Stanley Cup playoffs. That's right, man. Uh, so Leafs up three to one. They will have three chances. To put the stake Ooh, through Tampa Bay's heart. Hopefully you don't need it. I don't like but, the way uh, you say that. I know, but that's the reality out in front of us at this point. Hopefully, like I said, you come out at home and just take care of business. But there is uh, two days off between this one and game five. So uh, whether you look at that as rest and recover and scout, or maybe you're somebody who sits and worries for an extra day. Uh, maybe they're tensing up. However you want to view this, that's all through your own lens. But uh the Leafs and Lightning don't play again until Thursday night. That, of course, gets them back on turn for Saturday night, Hockey Night in Canada. It's always about TV uh, should Game 6 be needed. But that's Buds and Bolts for uh, for Game 4. Leafs up 3-1. to one. Maddie and I will be back to do this again. Thanks, buddy. No problem, bud. Good to talk.